Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Welcome back to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm Dallas Travers, and today's episode will help you get out of the overwhelm that comes with working on your own, just you and your laptop, day after day after day. My guest is Sarah Gabori, who has a really awesome problem. You see, Sarah's business has grown a lot lately, and she is completely overwhelmed by all the work to do just to serve her clients. In fact, Sarah feels so busy that the thought of hiring and training an assistant, it is just too much. Yet, she understands that in order to sustain her business, let alone continue to grow it, she simply must hire help. So we dive into a simple process to help Sarah get crystal clear about the tasks she wants to delegate and the qualities her new assistant must have in order to excel at the job. If you feel like you work 24-7, yet you don't feel ready to hire help, this episode is for you. Be sure to check out the special download link in the show notes because I share a tool to help you design a job description sure to attract the right person to your team when you're ready. Okay, let's hear from Sarah. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, the confidence, and the impact that comes with a six-figure business. Each week, we'll discuss tangible strategies, simple systems, plus the juicy inner work to help you make more money and help more people. So thank you for being here. Let's dive in. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for joining me today. I'm excited to dive in. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited about this topic because I think so many coaches can relate to where you're at. And it's such a good problem to have. Yet it can cause, I know for me, it can cause me to feel very ungrounded and unsure of myself. And then every, every decision I have to make feels like bigger than it needs to be. So it's my intention that we just get you really clear on a plan forward so you're maximizing your time and taking advantage of um, all of the success that you've had this year. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. Okay. So before we dive into that, give us a bit of a state of the union. How are things going in your coaching business? How's it going inside the Six Figure Coach Club? Yeah. So so I'm an acting coach um, and I serve... I'm working on this. I'm serve actors who want to get out of their head and into the moment so they can tell the story instead of kill the story. Um, And I help them implement tools to land bigger jobs and make an impact through their work. Um, And it's been going really well for me over the last few months um, Mm -hmm. through the pandemic. Um, And, and I'm really (laughs) really grateful to be in the position that I am in right now. And, um, you know, also I I really do. I want to thank you because this through the club and through you, we've created this system and, you know, I, I, we worked on it together Mm -hmm. and it's helped me really connect with a lot more actors and, and serve a lot more actors. And literally over the course of 
the pandemic like tripled my income since pre-pandemic. So um, that's awesome. And I feel really, I really want to like acknowledge that success so I can build on it. That is awesome. So what do you think, what was it? Everyone's listening and they're like, what did she do? What is the system, (laughs) right? So let's spend a minute or two talking about that system and why you think it worked. And then, and then we've got to tackle the problem of, oh, I've tripled my income, which means I've tripled the number of students that I work with and I have no right. time. Right. Okay. So yeah, what's the system? Why is this, and why do you think it works so well? Well, I think, um, first of all, so part, what we've been doing is, uh, I've been doing these free classes mm-hmm. um, and it's an invitation through uh, reaching out to agents and managers and introducing them to me and get and getting a, a really good um, introduction letter and having a person who does that for me. So writing all the writing all the copy and then having a series of, of, of emails that this person is consistently reaching out to new people. And um, there's a set formula that they do all the time. And then um, and we're playing around with other ways of, of reaching out to people, how we do that. LinkedIn, um, for example, was, was, was a new one that was really worked really well. Um, and then, and then re- also writing really great copy to get the actors to show up to the free class Got it. and the actors show up. <laughs> they really show up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like 90%, you know, the actors are actually making it to the class. Um, or more, like 100% of attendance. Um, and then practicing a lot and getting that free class yeah. really, really good. And I yeah. feel really, really confident about it. I, I'm. It's a class that I really feel like I'm in my zone of genius. I've, I experimented with other classes in the past where I was kind of trying to do too many things. Mm-hmm. And this is really, it's like what I'm really good at. I know, I know how to land it. And it's so, there's, I'm offering so much value. And yeah. so I think actors are like, wow, they really get it. Yeah. Um, and it feels it has stopped when I have my I, at the end of that class, I invite people to an to a discovery session. Mm-hmm. Um, and that discovery session has really stopped feeling like sales to me. I feel like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know you want to work with me. <laughs> yes. And you know how much the class can help them. Yeah. Right. So I it do. starts to feel um, almost gross holding back on that conviction. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I want to summarize what I just heard. Everyone take out a pen and paper because Sarah just gave you a really awesome formula. The first step is to identify, I'm going to call it a target list and that might not be best be, be the best term, but for you, you serve actors and you were operating under the assumption that they trust what their agents and managers tell them. So by tapping into those trusted centers of influence, you're immediately establishing a baseline of trust with your target audience. Mm -hmm. Great. Then you had to get really good at the outreach piece, which means getting over like your fear around being rejected or like, how am I going to come off and just Mm -hmm. like, look at the data and get very good at building enough of a connection that agents and managers are then interested in, in what you have to say and in recommending your free class. Yeah. Then making sure you have a system to follow up with them if you don't hear back the first time. Yep. And And just getting it off your hands. That's the best part because I would not do this. It's such a good plan and someone on my team does it, but I would not follow through. Yeah. 
right? So having that system created and then in someone's hands whose job it is to just secure these free classes. So your model is then bringing your clients, your prospective clients into an experience of what it's going to be like in class. Right? So if you're a coach listening and what you do is one-on-one coaching, that free experience of what it's like in class would be a complimentary coaching session. But for you, it's so smart to have them into a class where they witness the transformation in the same way they're going to receive it every day when they're with you. Yeah. Um, and then the invitation, is: this is also so good, Sarah, that you have them come to a one-on-one call with you so that they can really feel held right, and enrolled. Yeah. Uh, in order to invest in class. And the ones that show up to that really, I know they really want to do it. You know, I know the ones that sign up for that session. I know they want to sign up. Yeah. Yeah. They're there to just seal the deal. You don't have to convince them. It's great. Unless I screw it up, which I, which I have done. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) Totally screwed it up. Especially if it's been a while, right? Yeah. That's the thing you have to, now that you're, classes are basically full. Like how do you keep that funnel going so that the wheels are all oiled? Because one of my questions. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So that's like like a bonus today for everyone listening, because this model is something I've relied on forever. And it's just so simple. And what it does is fast track the trust that your students have with you Mm -hmm. um, because you're essentially relying on word of mouth. So congratulations. Thank you. I really do think that 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 selection of what you teach that free class about, you know, what that is and and what you decide that it's going to be is so important too. Mm -hmm. that you really feel like it's the thing that like where you shine, where it's like really what you do well. Yeah. And where people can, it's that fine line, right, between it's experiencing a transformation and also seeing that there's so much more for them. Yeah. Yep. So good. All right. Mm -hmm. So your class sizes have tripled. Mm-hmm. Your staff has not. Correct. <laughs> That's so how, how's it going? <laughs> and I, it's funny because I've been tempted a few times, but then I'll hear you like like an on, on a podcast episode talking about, you know, and then my when my husband used to work for me and we decided we were going to stay married where I'm <laughs> delegated to like oh, hand no. stuff off to my husband. And I'm like, okay, I won't do that. <laughs> yes, be married, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So walk me through how I can best be of service to you today. So oh, I um, I feel like I am in overwhelm right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm aware that I, I, I need to scale. I'd like to, I want to scale. Um, I am like you've said, I've, I'm pretty maxed out. I'm feeling starting, I'm starting, I'm kind of living in a fear mode right now in terms of um, feeling worried that I'm not going to deliver just to the people that I have. Okay. Um, and, and those simple things of credit card stuff and onboarding people, those things can just derail you for multiple days. And so I know that I need to hire a team or put a team in place. Um, and I, I know that it's an investment and it's also scary. <laughs> it's also, I, I, I'm on board with the fact that it's an investment, but I also feel like, what if I can't, you know, that fear of what if I can't deliver? And so deliver meaning be able to pay this person, keep them busy enough. What is that fear? Com- what is that fear telling you? Uh, the fear is 
I can pay them, but I, but I am afraid that I'm not going to continue to grow and make up for that money that, I'm, you know, that, that I'm going to really deliver in my, in the time that I gain, that I'm going to have re- result producing action time. Yeah. I hear you. That for me is the, the thing that has held me back from hiring in the past. And I'm actually hiring two employees this week. We hired our first one. We have the second one coming. And I know better. This should have happened in February, right? And it's now we're coming into the fourth quarter of the year because anytime I've hired outside of my comfort zone, the revenue has had a, taken a massive increase. And it's still scary. Because where my head goes, tell me if you relate, is two places. Number one, can I afford to hire someone good? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. And can I keep them busy enough? Mm-hmm. Like, do I have enough to keep, like, is this job attractive enough to someone who's going to thrive in the position? Right, right. Um, so I hear you. And right now you have two options, right? One is keep, keep doing it exactly how you are. Yeah, which is right? not an option, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the second is to take that leap and hire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I have a, two clarifying questions. The first one is you talked about having a concern about being able to serve the students you have right now. Mm-hmm. If you are there things you could take off of your plate in the business that then would afford you more space to actually be able to serve more people? Or do you feel kind of tapped out as a coach? Um, some, uh, it depends on the week (laughs) (laughs) Uh a little bit. Um, I do think, uh, I do, I, there are things that I can take off my plate. I mean, I know that there are the onboarding of new people. It would be really helpful to have some inbox management. I would like to not be the one that people write to with certain questions. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Mm -hmm. that I don't need to be that one. Um, some of the financial stuff, you know, handing off, you know, tracking the credit card declines in Stripe. Yep. <laughs> Got it. For some reason, Stripe doesn't email you to tell you when there's a credit card decline. <laughs> I don't know why. Keeping you on your toes. That yeah. seems like a if Stripe, if you're listening. <laughs> Stripe, if you're listening. I call. They don't do it. So <laughs> step it up, Stripe. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, so I do know, I know there are things, but also I'm not really quite clear like how much time that gets me or, or, yes. or how much time I spend doing some of those things. Right. Um, and the truth is, I guess, the, 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 the biggest thing kind of prompting me to, to reach out and to tell you like about what was going on is that I get into, like I get paralyzed. I get mm-hmm. totally paralyzed when I look at all the stuff to do and the things that I could delegate and the things that I'm doing and who does what. And I just, I get, instead of getting clear, I just get like, Oh, I'll just, I'll go on Instagram instead. <laughs> Got it. It's daunting. It's daunting. Yeah, it is it's daunting. Yeah. And in my experience, if I can't distinguish between what's important and what's urgent, right. Everything just feels like a fire. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Right. And so like everything is equally important and urgent and I can't tell what to focus on. Right. Right. And to me, it's easy to get into the routine in your business of only handling the things that are urgent. And if you only ever handle the things that are urgent, you never get to the important stuff. Yeah, that's absolutely true. 
So you mentioned earlier that you would definitely like to scale. What mm-hmm. does scaling actually look like? Um, another really good question. I mean, I've been wondering about the different possibilities, whether it's do I hire another teacher to teach a class, to teach one of like a new teen class or to teach another um, beginner class? Do I, I have a, a, a few ideas for, a, for membership programs um, that I would like to launch, um, but I need to test and figure out if those are things people really want um, because I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> been down that road. <laughs> yes, been down that road and I did not test. And yeah, there's, the, there's an online course out there just sitting there. Um, so I want to make sure that it's something that people would really like to do. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm not exactly Mm -hmm. sure, but I know there, I, there's something there that wants to come through. Yeah, I hear you. So let's paint the ideal picture of your business, right? How much revenue would you like to bring in? And I don't want you to do the math in your head, Mm -hmm. but just if you could spell out the picture, like I'd like to bring in this much revenue and I have this many classes and this is kind of the flow of things. Mm -hmm. I would like to bring in $15,000 a month. Okay. And I would like to have um, three classes and some ongoing private and some room for audition coaching and some ongoing private. Some some of my clients just prefer one-on-one mm-hmm. sessions to mm-hmm. the class environment. Um, so let's get more clear. You got really clear on the classes, three classes, and about how many privates a week or a month? Um, probably the three, I guess three, two, yeah, three, three privates a week. Okay, great. Yeah. Got it. And then room for some sort of membership program or some sort of more scaled class. You're not quite sure what that is and you're going to test it, but something that doesn't necessarily require you to show up and teach. Right. Okay. So having three classes a week or three classes plus three privates a week, bringing in 15 K a month consistently will afford you the revenue that you want, but also the brain space to think about that next offering. Is that Mm -hmm. accurate? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. And actually I had the the 15 I was thinking was, was including the, the, was was including the scale of of the membership program or yeah okay I don't know how to get to that number with those classes okay okay that was going to be my next question so are you at three classes right now I am at three classes right now and they're all full Mm -hmm. but they're you know my classes are really small because that's 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 how I appeal that's how I like it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm But I am going to scale a part of what I'm doing right now with one of my classes is testing out a new program where we're developing a play together Mm -hmm. and it's a smaller group, but I think I can actually bump that number up for that particular class up to nine students. Okay. Yeah. So what is a full class? How many Um, students? It is four and sometimes five. (laughs) Okay. Great. Yeah. Oh, they love that. Don't they? They They do. Love it so much. Um, So we're looking at 12 students. Okay. And how much do they pay per month? Uh, Right now they pay. Mm -hmm. um, Some of them are paying 250 and some of them are paying three. Okay. So let's just say 275. Yeah. Okay. Got it. 
Okay, cool. All right. So in order for you to be in a space where you have three classes running, three privates a week, plus a membership continuity, some other more scaled program, what support do you need in order to be there? I need... <laughs> I need someone who is my sort of my business manager, somebody who is um, my or my customer service person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's in my inbox, who's helping me with my calendar, mm -hmm. who is handling all of the all the onboarding. And I do have those systems. I know what they are. Yeah. Um, uh, and actually, I mean, there's some things that I am uncomfortable with delegating that maybe I could get comfortable with delegating with the right team, like scene assignments take me a lot of time. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Okay. So I'm reading and I, and I'm not going to ever stop. Like I need to keep reading new material all the time and looking for material and I won't stop, but I'd like someone else to help me with that. Cause that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. pulling you know, pulling ideas to, you know, to talk about in class or clips of things to watch or those things that do really take quite a lot of time. Yeah. And then what about on the, any support you need on the marketing side? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> um, I, I would really like to have help with I, I have a, I haven't started an, a new Facebook group for adults, so I okay. I would I really want some support around that. All mm -hmm. the social media um, mm -hmm. for Instagram, LinkedIn, um, and one of the things I've been working really hard on is I, I currently and this is actually such a uh, one of the biggest pieces right now um, is that I have no regular contact with my list, okay. um, and that feels really bad. <laughs> so. Um, I've been working on getting my content vault together. And yep. um, so I need the team in place to help me with the evergreen funnel yep. and communicating with my list um, and getting that rolling and feeling good. Yeah. Especially if what you want is to launch some sort of a membership. Right. Um, okay. Because you're building your list, you're doing these free classes, right? Yeah, so the list I is am. being built and then it doesn't do as much good if they're not if you're not continuing to build trust with them. Okay. Right. So three different people really, because these are three different skill sets. Mm -hmm. Someone who can be a customer care person slash administrative assistant. Mm -hmm. Someone who, and that person is a great communicator. They get a thrill off of checking things off their list. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. they, they love closing loops. They're not comfortable with open loops. Right. <laughs> they also enjoy routine. Yeah. Right. Like the same um, tasks over and over again. That's just like their happy place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying this. I'm like, oh, you're not going to find this person. This sounds like a horrible job. But I, I think about Kylie on my team. Kylie loves routine. She just, you know, she has her list and she goes through her list and she likes to just quietly go and do it. And I never have to worry. And it's just fabulous. So that person exists. Okay. Yeah. Then we've got this other role and don't worry, we're not going to leave the session where you now have committed to hiring three employees. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I just, we, let's get clear, more clear on what they are and then clear on the order with which you bring them on. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So the next one is someone who has um, 
knowledge and experience with acting, mm-hmm. right? This pro- person is likely to be an actor or an acting teacher who can help you with scene assignments, yeah. identifying things to talk about in class, mm-hmm. probably help contribute to content, right? But they don't yeah. necessarily have to be a good writer. For the Facebook group and stuff, yeah, yeah. And I may have that person now. We'll yeah. See. yeah, yeah. And then the other person is like a content manager, Mm-hmm. right? A project manager for content. So the customer care person is sharing, like, here are questions we're getting that we could create content about. And your assistant teacher, right, um, is really getting clear on what's coming up in class and sharing content. And then we need someone who can actually organize that stuff, mm-hmm. right? So that you're consistent, consistently nurturing your group that you're going to mm-hmm. build, but also nurturing your list. Mm-hmm. And if you are trying to do all of that right now, it's getting done at what? 30%? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which means you're stuck in the same one funnel for filling your class. I have openings. Let me go reach out to a, an agent. You're always trying to find new students instead of really building a community yeah. where you've just got like such high demand that, of course, you hire more teachers. Right. Right. Okay. Did I get that right with those three different roles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Which of these roles feels most talk about urgent and important, which of these roles feels most uh, urgent right now? Meaning the one that will free you up, free up your energy, free up your creativity, and help with revenue generation. I think for first it would have to be the admin person, even though yeah. it's the least exciting. Yeah. It, <laughs> the boring person. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm a little... I'm a little torn between also just if if it's the content manager, the one who would be helping me get the, um, get the the emails going out and the blog going out Uh, again, that also, it feels, it feels to me both urgent and important um, Uh because it's been so long since I've emailed anybody on my list. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I, I feel very aware of that and wanting to connect with them. So it's, it's a little bit of a tie, I think. Yeah. Got it. And in the beginning, this could be one role. Yeah. And then as your systems, as your business expands, it breaks into two. Yeah. So this is someone who loves repeat tasks, loves closing loops, right? And is great at communication and highly organized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can take an idea and turn it into a seven-step checklist. Right. Mm-hmm. If you had someone like this on your team, how much more revenue do you feel you would be able to bring into the business? Mm. I mean, I think at least a couple thousand dollars a month. Yeah, easily, right? Yeah, because already with just trying to scale the class that's doing the play, that would be... If I can fill that new class when I launch it, that's $1,500 right there. So, Yeah, easily. And then also, the time spent trying to figure out what the email is going to be and sending that out in drip, going live on Facebook or doing an Instagram story to highlight your classes and bring in more students, right? You're, you're stuck not doing revenue-generating activity. Your creativity is all being funneled in kind of the wrong 
directions. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when are you going to hire this person and how can I help you get started on that? The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week, so again, and the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. I'd like to hire them right away. Um, yeah. I, I started, you know, w- w- I went back and was listening to the the, the hiring um, modules inside mm-hmm. the Six Figure Coach Club, which was really helpful. Um, unfortunately, I didn't listen to that before I talked to the first person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, so um, I guess I would love, I'd love to find someone who's savvy, uh, who, who could maybe, who who has like, if they wanted, if, if I wanted them to do some lead pages stuff, they could, they've got some familiarity with drip um, Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't mind taking on the task of, of, helping me figure out a system for my inbox and, and reach, you know, connecting with students. And um, I don't know, I guess, would you suggest that I just kind of follow this, the steps that you laid out in the course and just create an ad and start meeting with people? Yeah. So we went through, as I said, we're going through a hiring process right now. And the first thing we did was get really clear on the roles because I thought, okay, I'm going to hire another person. And then when I really looked at it, I thought, oh no, the, the group of strengths this person needs to have, they're almost conflicting. I'm not going to find someone who's good mm-hmm. at selling, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it just didn't work. So we broke it into two roles, mm-hmm. like a sales position and then an administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, we got really clear on that and then really clear about where what's the long game with each person? So the administrative assistant, I'm really looking for someone who I can, who can come in as an administrative assistant, but really be ready to move into a project manager role pretty quickly. So I'm not just looking for someone who's good at taking directions, but also with leadership qualities. So right. you and I can spend a little bit of time. Let's get clear on the qualities. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we posted the job on indeed.com. And then had people apply by answering a number of questions. So that's the right, first. I love phase. the questions. The yeah. questions are so good. <laughs> questions are fun. And then um, there's a phase two, right? Um, so it's interesting with the administrative assistant. This could be helpful for you. Before we have an, I I know myself well enough to know that I'm going to hire you for the wrong reasons if I'm left 
on my own to do this. I'm like, oh, you're so nice. <laughs> right? Totally. Like this one applicant DM'd me on Instagram and I'm like, oh, hired, all done. <laughs> no, no, actually, that is not how you hire people. It's not <laughs> equitable, first of all. But, uh. <laughs> so I have to have um, like safety. I have to have safety rails, right? In yeah. I'm just going to hire the first person. Yeah. So we inserted a paid uh, test project. And Sarah, this will be perfect for you. So everyone went through phase one. Do you have any questions about the phase one questions <laughs> that you should ask to, to, for people when they're initially applying? Um, I think that I feel like probably the ones that I, I, I think that the ones that I heard will apply to me. I don't think so. But if you have any like that, you know, that I should not forget to ask, then I'd love to hear those. Yeah, great. And just for all of you listening in the show notes, I will link to a um, like a flawless hiring process that I created. So all of you can kind of follow along with that. But the big questions for me now, especially because I've just been ignorant to this up until now, I want to get clear on where they stand with equity and diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. So one of our questions was, you know, we invest in that kind of training. How comfortable are you with it? How comfortable are you serving a diverse audience? And sort of planting little Easter eggs throughout the application to really illustrate our company values. And we want to make sure that when people are answering the questions, they their values seem to be aligned. Mm-hmm. So we ask a pretty explicit question about, like, we believe that Black Lives Matter. And, like, here is our position. Are you comfortable with that? Mm-hmm. Um and someone could argue, like, who's going to say no? But you would be surprised, actually, at who would say no to that in a job application. So we're And just, it would be really good to know right there. <laughs> yeah, it's so good for them, too. So good for them. Everybody knows where they stand. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I like positioning. I know you have the training, but I want to loop all of our listeners in. Yeah. I like positioning the job. You know, this is, you will, this is, this job is for you if right? You get a thrill off of checking things off your to-do mm-hmm, list, mm-hmm. right? You don't mind spending most of your day on your laptop. Mm-hmm. You have a reliable internet connection, <laughs> yeah. right? Things like that. Um, you're someone who can hear an idea and you think of, you think about it in steps. Yes. So just really getting clear about the characteristics because what we want, and it's so fun, I'll even look at it. One of the applicants her response was, you know, I, the question was, what excites you about this job? And she's like, everything, I read it, I threw my laptop on the couch, and I said to my husband, this is me. And that's what we want. We want, the, we want that, this <laughs> yeah. is you if, to be so clear that people know or they don't. Right. 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 They know it's a yes or they know it's a no. Right. I also try to downplay how awesome the job is. <laughs> right because I'm a good boss and it's great you get to work on your own time it's like a great gig but I, I don't want to sell the job to you I want people yeah. to do the job great and then it's just like and then it's just like so much more exciting when you get the job you're like this yeah. job is awesome yeah totally <laughs> yeah um so that's that was the first phase and I can even look at the I'm looking at it now we asked what are your pronouns right? Are you open to doing diversity training because we invest in it? Are you eligible to work in the United States? And then what excites you about the job? What prior experience makes you a good candidate? 
Um, Are you eligible to work in the United States? Does that, if you're, if you're hiring a VA from the Philippines? Oh, sorry. Thank you for clarifying. For this position in our company, it's a full-time employee position. Ah, got it. Right, right. So yeah. that's different. Our yeah. company's in the U.S. Yeah. And then I wanted to know, tell me about your ideal boss. That's and a good who, question. Yeah. Who's your ideal boss and who's a nightmare boss? Uh-huh. Someone oh, who applied said, like, a nightmare boss is a boss who does not give me complete instructions. And I'm like, oh, I would be a nightmare boss for you. Right? Because I'm such a You just have to ask me. Right? You have to ask yeah. me for clarity. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's just great. Right? That so good to know. Getting clear. Right. And then the big one for me is like, this is, this is, these are the tasks you will be doing. You, if you have these qualities, you're going to love the job and then letting people apply. Okay. So then what we did, is this helpful so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. So then the next step, which is a little bit unorthodox, but we had people, we selected anyone who was like a, a, a potential yes, we yeah. moved on to round two. Round two is a paid test project because um, I just, I don't want to interview someone. I want everyone who comes to the interviews to be eligible, to be a good hire, right? And then it just gets to be a bit of a chemistry test. Right. Um, So this paid test project was a video of me basically saying, okay, I want to give you a sense for what it would be actually like to work with me. So you can tell if you can stand me or not. (laughs) And I can see how well we work together. So then like I sort of set it up that way. And then I just went into what it would, like how I would talk in a meeting. So we have a retreat that's coming up and these are our guests and here's what I want. And I want the experience to be like this. And I talked big picture, popping in a few little pieces about tasks that needed to be done. And then the paid project was send me back a project plan. And any way you want a word document, you can shoot a video, it can be an Asana board, like that's up to you. Imagine if you worked for the company, how would you organize this project? Now, the reason that's a paid test is I'm at, that's going to be about an hour of work for you. So I need to compensate you for your time, but it's been so super fantastic to see, first of all, who didn't bother. Right. Right. Because they're like, this lady's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then to see the, the um, workflows that people are sending in, it's just so clear to me who is, who is a good fit and who is just not quite a good fit. It's just been fantastic. And I also, from my perspective, it feels really fair to them. Like you're really going to know what you're getting into with this paid test project. So this week, we're going to narrow it down to a few final candidates and then have interviews. If it's close, we'll do um, like a personality assessment, perhaps the Colby, maybe StrengthsFinder, mm-hmm. um, and then make a decision. That's so that's, cool. yeah. So where, if with that big picture in mind, if we could really get you started today, how can I help? Mm. Um. I would love to start to figure out what's what some of the some of the most revealing questions I can ask right up front in in the posting would be. Great. I love it. I need to get clear on what the tasks will be and then right. we can get clear on Yeah, that. me too. <laughs> okay, good. Let's so we'll get, we'll get started on the job description. Yeah, okay, good. Great. 
So I would call this role a creative and administrative assistant role. Because mm-hmm. this is a very creative mm-hmm. business. So you want someone who is yeah. open to that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm your new creative creative administrative assistant. What are the tasks I'm going to be doing? Um, I need somebody to uh, be my customer service person. So right. someone, I might, to be completely honest, right now my inbox is not is not a happy place. Okay. <laughs> um, I need a system to be implemented into my inbox for right. um, starting to figure out what kind of things you, you an assistant could handle and what are the things that I need to handle. Okay. Um, uh, I need someone to help me manage my calendar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't actually even know what that means. I just said that, <laughs> but I don't even really know what that like, would look so like. So someone who schedules appointments, I would say like calendar management, scheduling appointments for the CEO. Right. Um, and who can, be in con- who can be in touch with me? Um, because one of the things that's always been a little scary for me is making sure my personal life stuff mm-hmm. and my business calendar don't conflict with each other. Yep. Um, Great. And you know, I need to make sure that somebody can help me make sure like, oh, did you get that dentist appointment scheduled? (laughs) Got it. Yep. So calendar management, scheduling client appointments, syncing your personal calendar with your business calendar. So nothing falls through the cracks. Yes. Yeah. Great. Um, Tell me more about the customer service role. Like what, what you mean when you say customer service? Um, So it may be that an actor is, um, uh, there, there could be credit card issues. There's a credit card decline. So there's some mm-hmm. back and forth of figuring out how to get them back on paying mm-hmm. again. Um, somebody, I may have forgotten to send a scene assignment to someone that I was supposed to send it to. Um, so uh, either putting something back on my radar or, mm-hmm. um, or handling it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think of what else comes through you know, as I, as I, as I continue to expand and be in touch with my list regularly, um, I'd I'd like there to be a lot more engagement. So people who are writing back to me in my inbox, um, and they can answer them, they can answer questions about the programs and availability. And great. So it's customer service with current students, managing declined payments, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Managing, uh, like rescheduled classes, like if they, there's something there, right? Yeah. Missing classes. Yeah. And then also s- making sure that they have all of their materials for class. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then with the greater community, there is managing like inbound um, interest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and creating engagement with the community at large through like by replying to their emails. Yep. Good. Okay, so we have customer service, which we just talked about, inbox management, right? The goal is zero unread messages in your inbox and not using your inbox as a place to file stuff. Or as a to-do list. As a to-do list, yes. (laughs) Calendar management, scheduling appointments and syncing your personal and business calendar. And then those are really the three main things. Yeah. Right? Great. What kind of qualities does this person need to have in order to, so this could be you if. If you 
if you like systems. <laughs> yeah, if you like systems. Not only like systems, but can like create them easily. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, are uh, strong English language uh, skills, I guess. I don't know mm -hmm. if you, you, you don't have to be on the phone, but to be able to uh, written. Um, mm -hmm. Great. Written skills. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone who can prioritize, yeah, is really good with managing their own time. Yeah, I, I really don't want to be a, a nagger boss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so I don't want to be a micromanaging who, boss. Right. So, so someone who loves like keeping to a schedule. Yeah. Okay. Great. What about someone who? Like has compassion for artists or an appreciation of the arts. There's that because you yeah, serve that. Yeah, definitely. Mm hmm. Okay, great. And any, you know, and if would it be unrealistic to think that this person would also be someone who could do some of the social media stuff, like be posting things in? Because if it was an actor or a former actor, it's someone who could be in a Facebook group uh, mm -hmm. helping to manage it. Mm -hmm. helping to schedule posts and create posts and get to yes. know my voice. And yeah, it's possible. It, that, that also could be a different role. If there's someone who's really good at keeping your calendar super tight. And yeah, sure. And yeah. It's, it's almost two parts of your brain, but yeah, uh, I would also say this is someone who really likes people. Yeah. Right. Really likes people, loves communicating with people, just gets a thrill out of people of, of knowing that they're being helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what, because they're going to be managing declined credit cards. So what is the quality I need for that? Um, attention to detail. Yeah. And I would say some sort, I don't know how to language this exactly, but like you don't have any hangups about asking people for money. Mm, yeah, that's true. And so the way I would language that on the post would be like, you don't mind following up with someone three times to collect on a declined credit card because you understand it's just customer service. You're not harassing them. Right, 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 right. That's a good way to phrase okay. it. So smart. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that at all. <laughs> well, I just, I had an assistant once whose job it was to follow up on declined credit cards and she just stopped doing it. No. So like $15,000 of uncollected oh. Oh, Many yes. later, we had to have a conversation. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is someone who loves systems they, and they create them easily. They're, they have strong writing skills and can communicate um, clearly in, in English. They have a great ability to prioritize. In fact, they love keeping to a schedule. They're great at managing their own time. They're off, one thing we put on, on our post was like, you're in quotes, the responsible one. Like uh -huh. your group of friends, you're the responsible one. Right, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't have any hangups or trepidation around collecting declined credit cards that have defaulted. They understand that that's customer service. Mm -hmm. um, they love keeping to a schedule. I think we said that. They have a compassion for artists and the arts. They really like people and like communicating. They get a thrill, in fact, out of knowing that they have helped someone. Yeah. At the same time, paying um, extraordinary attention to detail. So, like, they love closing loops. Yeah, I love that. 
uh, yeah, they love they love following up and closing loops. Great, so one thing I'm not I good like, at that. Yeah, one thing I like to do because we have fun at, in in the Six Figure Coach Club, and so I don't I don't I need someone who likes to have fun. <laughs> Right. So I like planting little Easter eggs. So in ours, I can't remember the language, but it was something like, like you love gifts, like you love gifts. Right. Like, I heard that on the, on the, yeah. We wrote, you speak gif. <laughs> you speak gif. Yeah. So someone replied and actually sent a gif. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Attention to detail. So good. Right. Attention to detail. Cause they notice that, but also they speak gif and we're, I, and they're speaking the love language. <laughs> exactly. So, Okay. This feels pretty clear to me. Their, their role is customer service with current students, ensuring that they have materials if they've lost them, helping them with declined credit card payments, rescheduling them if necessary, and with um, interest from the broader audience, really helping them feel a part of a community. And maybe it's someone who is also sales-minded. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, inbox management right? The goal is to have the inbox at zero, right? Anytime they get the inbox to zero, the first thing we want to do is take a screenshot of it because they love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) So good. This is a little bit me, which is why I can like hit the nail on the head here because I calendars and yeah, it's so good. I don't know what that would be like. So I would for sure take a picture of it if it got to zero. (laughs) And then calendar management, like scheduling appointments for clients, but also syncing your personal calendar with your business calendar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Are there things that I should be thinking about for like, as I grow, that mm-hmm. would be helpful for this person to be able to do um, that maybe I don't need them to do right now? Yeah. It de- yes. So possible considerations is if this is someone you would like to move up into a, like a a studio manager role, I guess, for an acting studio, that would be the role. Someone who, if when you bring on other teachers or have this membership program, someone who trains the new administrative assistant and kind of oversees everyone, then you're going to want to look for leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's good. And the question we asked was something like, though this role is starts off as an administrative, oh, here it is, though this role is for an administrative assistant, we want to hire someone who can quickly be promoted into a project manager position. On a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in your leadership abilities? Right. Yeah, that's really good. It's very clear. And then, so for <laughs> me... I'm such a visionary. The last thing I need is someone else with more ideas. Mm. Right? I need someone who loves taking my ideas and bringing them and running through the tape, bringing them to fruition. Mm-hmm. So um, like one thing we looked for was if people talked about how much they love brainstorming, they're not going to be a fit. Yeah. Now yes. for you, it, it, it could be the opposite. And for those of you listening, right? You, you could be more of an implementer and what you need is someone with bigger ideas. Um, but I am the opposite. I'm a quick start, right? And I am a visionary. So I need someone who is risk averse <laughs> and loves finishing projects. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just things to keep in mind if this is a position that people where you're, I guess what I want you to consider is, 
Are you looking for the world's greatest administrative assistant? And then you can hire other roles when you need them. Or are you looking for someone who could promote up within the organization? Because sometimes someone who wants an administrative assistant role has no interest in actually moving into a leadership position, mm-hmm. which, do- which doesn't mean they won't be good at that job, but you just kind of want to think about the infrastructure when your right. team is full. Right. Knowing that it all changes too. Yeah. Right. Is Should I helpful? also include here on this one things like other, uh, you know, are they familiar with drip? Are these the like would be helpful if or or pluses, bonuses? Yeah. So the good question. Yeah. We we just kind of wrote down all of the software that we use and we had people rate on a scale of one to four about how confident they are with the software. Great. Okay. I'm saying software and it's like Google, right? <laughs> we aren't using anything super fancy. And I also got really clear on how important is that to me? Because right. if you are a very organized person and you've just never had a job where you've had to use Asana and we use Asana, I don't care if you've even heard of Asana because it's learn it. easy yeah. to use. So for right. me, I'm more interested. We're not using a software that is not easily learned by this type of person. So I didn't put too much weight on that piece. Now you might, because you want this person to have tech. Um, I wrote down, they're comfortable with tech. Oh, we did. You didn't say this, but they're comfortable with tech, meaning that they, they are resourceful enough to figure out how to do something, uh, Online yeah. yeah. And that was a little bit where I got stuck after that first interview that I had, you know, this was a person who, um, you know, they they were, they said they would do uh, 20 hours a month. The retainer was $1,200 a month and they did, they really did everything and, and they would do, they would do your inbox management, your calendar management, but they also had the skills to, um, you know, build out your whole evergreen funnel, plug everything in, um, but they start with these simple things, systems, get them in place, and then they slowly build out. So you'd pay this person $60 an hour. Yeah, that's where I, when I, once I did the math, I was like, this doesn't seem, no, especially because where you need help is I'm drowning in my inbox. Yeah. Right. So hire someone who can be a part of your company, yeah. right. Who would love to have a $20 an hour job. Right. So, cause I'm just like 20, sorry. Uh, you're paying them twelve hundred a month, is what they said. Yeah, they were twelve hundred so, a month. Retaining. Yeah, you could have someone at now. I have to do math in public, which is crazy, but you could <laughs> you could have someone working fifteen hours a week for yeah. you instead right. of a month and right. and make twelve hundred dollars. Right. And be so super stoked about that. Right. Totally. Um, another good yeah. So I there's a time and a place to have contractors and like NVAs. And there's also a time and a place to have employees, honestly, um, if you really want your company to grow. Because you're yeah. gonna pay three times what you would for a, a VA, I'm using air quotes yeah. here, as you would if you just hi- if you hired a, an employee, someone who would love a part-time job, a, a mom, oh my God, who would love a part-time job, working from home, making an extra $1,200 a month, only having to work 15 hours a week. That's such a great gig for someone. Yeah. So yeah. that's just a concern. I'm glad you pumped the brakes on that. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, it felt like I could, <laughs> I could do better Yeah, for what I need, for what I need for right what now. what you need right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you you don't have a your 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 whole marketing funnel right now is relies on relationships and communication, not on fancy funnels. It's true. Right. So anyone who fits the description we came up with can watch a couple of training videos on Drip and figure out how to send out your weekly emails. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I could do the you know the, the VA that I use right now. He can teach me that and record it, and I can. Yeah. <laughs> and I can have that person do it. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. Good. Okay. So what are the next steps for you around hiring for this first position of the creative administrative assistant? Um, say, say that one more time. What's the next thinking. step for you to get, <laughs> what's the next step for you to get this person hired? Um, to create the posting and put it out there and start to meet with people. Yeah. So I would put one thing in front of that, which is block off time in your calendar right now for interviews Mm, Yeah, and to go through it so that you don't feel rushed and block off time on your calendar for onboarding this person. Mm -hmm. Right. Someone who's coming onto the team, we want to set them up for success. Yeah. This is something a lot of stuck coaches do. It's like, I'm in so much trouble right now. I don't have time to train you. I just need help. And that it's, you could, we can do better than that. So I would block off the time and then I would get the posting out there. Cause what you might find is perhaps in the next two weeks, you have something big planned. And so it would be the worst time to have a bunch of people applying for a job. Yeah. And I do, I have a very, very busy month. <laughs> yeah. So I, ha- I have to really figure out when I can do this, when yeah. I can commit to doing this. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. And it's, it's important, so we want to do it in the right time, and it's also urgent, Yeah. so we don't want it to slip away. That would be the, my first suggestion. Schedule off the time, like a, a three-week period where you can, week one would be reviewing the applications and like moving people into that second step, and then week two would be interviews, and week three, a pretty open week to do training. Mm-hmm. And part of the training is first also just really, I, I'm not super clear on, on how to train them. Good. You know, hire someone who knows how. So then the training looks like, hi, this is my inbox. It's a shit show. <laughs> yeah. Cause Let's, if I knew how to make it better then I would have done be it. Hiring them. Exactly. Let's go through it together and come up with a system. Here's what I want it to look like. How can we do that together? That's what, that's all of the skills this person has is that's, the perfect way to assign that to them instead of, okay, I've just slaved over figuring out a way to do something that may not actually be the best way. Now I'm just going to tell you to do it that way. So your whole training. Could that be something like a, like something like that be the test job? Yeah, maybe. Cause that's like, I mean, if I knew that they could do that, I'd be like, you're hired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Something that would bring forward those same skills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, so your training period will actually just be more co-creating, right? A week of going through these main tasks and creating the SOPs, right? Standard operating procedures together. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's just like, it's so, it's like so hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that I don't have to tell them how to do it, that I'm yeah. Seems so silly, but of course, it's like yeah. a no-brainer. You're going to find someone who that is what their skill set is. Yeah, and if it's not their skill set, it's their natural strengths. Yeah. So, for example, you may not have anyone apply who's like, yes, what I did was empty people's inboxes. 
but their whole life is checking things off lists, right? Yeah, and coming um, up with a system for different yeah. things, right? Yeah, so they have the natural tendencies to figure out solutions to the problems that you have the natural tendency, like that naturally occur in your business. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's what we're really looking for is who has the natural strengths and qualities for this role because it's all trainable. Like the rest of that is you can totally figure out. So I'm less interested in how much experience they have as an administrative assistant and more interested in the way their brain works, making sure that it like strengthens my weaknesses and also fits with the chemistry of the team. Yeah. Okay, so before the end of this year, before Thanksgiving, you will have someone hired? Before Thanksgiving, yeah, I can do okay. that. That's mm-hmm. exciting. That is exciting. Oh my God, he's so great. <laughs> and then I'd love to just plant the seed for you as we wrap up. Some of the time you're currently spending, let's just say it's like three hours a week chasing down declined credit cards or in your inbox, right? Schedule that time as non-negotiable time to work on your next scaled offering. Because mm-hmm. if you want to be at 15K mm-hmm. and bringing on more classes, like you could bring on more classes, right? Or you could, oh, maybe it's and, right? Handle one more class and build the next thing, but you have to have brain power to do that. Yeah, it's really true. And when you say, when you say that time to work on it, to build it out or to start to actually just figure out what it is and what it, all that stuff, all what it'll look like. And yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're in the six figure coach club. That last pillar is course catapult. And it's about like testing your theory for the program and verifying it and getting your audience's language and like building it out and launching it. So setting aside time to really go through that module step Mm -hmm. by step and making, making sure you're setting the offering up to be successful. Yeah. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Good. Well, thanks. I hope that was helpful. It was helpful. Great. I'm excited to find out who gets this, which lucky person gets this awesome job. I know, right? (laughs) Also, is there a way that I can figure out how many, to estimate how many hours a week it it would be? I I just have to kind of pay attention this week to what I'm doing and how much time. And And it should take them less time. Yeah. The way I would look and at it's it. it's more in the beginning, right? Yeah. The way I would look at it is, what's my budget? Right? Right. Because, <laughs> right. What's my budget? And then understanding that every this is an investment. It's not an expense. It's the thing that frees me up to actually make more revenue. Mm-hmm. And then when, let's just, so inbox management and customer service is taking up half of that time. Great. Let's come up with a content calendar for the Facebook group. There are other things this person can take on. If the hours yeah. aren't being met. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Great. Well, thank you, Sarah. And for everyone listening, make sure to check out the show notes. I will share. We have a guide inside the Six Figure Coach Club of uh, a hiring process, and I'll share a link to that for you so that you can. we can all go into next year with new members on the team. Good. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Dal. 
Thanks again for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's the best way you can show your support. I'd also love to connect on Instagram. So go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or maybe a photo of yourself listening along to the podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to mention me. I'm at Dallas Travers and I'll send some Instagram love right back at you. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Until then, keep going on your six-figure journey.